If you've ever wanted to launch something, you know that it can be quite overwhelming. So in this episode, we're cutting through the overwhelm of launching your first offer, making sure you have the correct timeline set up for your launch, and checking off my five non-negotiable launching items. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fast Forward Amy Show, the show where we talk about how you can lift your life and business with simple strategies. I'm Fast Forward Amy, your host and coach, and I'll bring you a new episode every Tuesday. There's two big challenges when you want to make money online. The first one is that you need to have a great product. And the second one is that you actually need to be able to sell your great product. A lot of people think it's just like create a product and sell it. But often a lot of people get lost in either creating it or in selling something that doesn't exist yet. Now, I'm the first person to admit to you that in the past, I have often sold something without actually having made the product. And there's a really good reason for that. I've had people pre-order my products or program in the past because I thought if I actually sell it in pre-order, then I have to make it and I can kind of hack myself. Because creating a product seemed so daunting to me that I never really got around to doing it. So I thought, why not just hack myself, sell it in pre-order, then create it live, for example, through live coaching calls in a Facebook group, and then actually afterwards bundle it as a standalone product. So today we're not actually going to be talking about creating the product, but we're going to be talking about selling the product because this is a complimentary episode um, that goes with my online business boss course. We've been launching it the last few weeks and this is also your last chance to go and grab it at a discount because our online business boss course is all about actually how to set up your online offer, how to set up your email list and all things surrounding online stuff to create your online business. Today's episode is actually about actually how to make sure that you launch your first product or offer online. And we're going to do that by going through a few steps that you definitely need to do so as not to get stuck in the big pile of work. And also a few key pointers that I want to teach you, four key pointers that you need to remember kind of as a check for yourself as you're going to do this. So what I always tell people when they come to me, for example, my clients in the Business Freedom Elevator, they'll be like, Amy... I'm not selling. And then I'm like, okay, what have you been doing in order to sell? And most of the time, it turns out that people have not been selling because they haven't been selling. And I just want to preface this episode by saying that because you can listen to this all you want. You can listen to my entire podcast episode. But if you don't have the correct mindset to actually start selling and pitching your offer and put yourself out there, none of this is going to work. And you're just going to get lost in planning mode. And that's what I want to prevent. So What I'm going to teach you today is kind of like a light version of how I would plan a launch. But if you're launching your first offer, my best advice is to just do it and don't keep postponing it. So I'm going to help you with a few easy tips to create a really light launch and to get started by just launching your first offer or product online. And obviously, even if you've launched in the past, uh, this episode can be useful for you. So the first thing you need to do is actually decide what you are selling. Surprise, surprise. I'm assuming right now you already have an idea of what you want to sell. You already know what your clients want and what a good price range is and all of that. But you need to decide what it is you're going to be offering. That's the first thing you need to do. The second thing you need to do is you've got to decide when you're actually launching it. So when are you launching it? Put a date on it. It's kind of like put a ring on it, but then put a date on it. Put a ring on your launch because if you never commit to the date, it's never going to happen. You're going to keep postponing it. I did it with my podcast. Uh, I postponed launching my podcast 
three times because I never fully committed to a date. So I also didn't put it out into the universe. I didn't tell my audience. Um, and then I also didn't really hack myself into having to do it. By committing to a date, by actually maybe even telling people about it, you actually hack yourself and you're going to make it a reality. So now you know what you are selling and when you are going to be selling it or launching it. This can be a collection, this can be your website, this can be a podcast, this can be a service, a specific offer. It doesn't really matter what it is, okay? You're launching something and you know when it's going to happen. Then the next step is that you want to decide on your milestones, aka your events. Now your events are kind of like, or your milestones are kind of like things you put in your calendar that are going to happen no matter what you do. So it might be that, for example, it is your partner's birthday. That is an event. It's going to happen. That day, it is going to happen. But it doesn't imply that you had to get him a present beforehand and that you were going to decorate the house with balloons. That's the work you put in in order to create the really nice looking birthday living room, which is your deliverable. So your milestone is the event itself. For example, launch doors open. A milestone could also be a price increase. A milestone could also be the doors are closing. You can uh, identify different milestones in a launch or in your sales process. And those are the things that you decide, like, this is a timeline. This is what's going to be happening. And then on top of that, which is our fourth step, our next step after deciding what you're selling, when you're selling it and identifying your milestones, the next step is actually that you want to look at which deliverables do you need in order to be prepared for that event or that milestone. So what I mean by that is it could be your boyfriend's birthday, but it's not that day that you need to go and find yourself a present. <laughs> now this is coming from someone who might be that person who forgets that she has to do it unless I put it in my calendar as a task that I actually need to go and find him a present, okay? So that's the difference when you're launching. Launching your offer is not the day that you are creating your sales page. So launching your offer, launch day is your milestone. Your deliverable is actually, for example, that you need to have the present, aka in online launching world, that you need to have your sales page ready. Ideally, we would have this ready, not the day itself, but like a week before, right? Right now, me and my team, we're working on actually planning out and being ready for a launch four weeks ahead. I would be lying if I said we're already there. We're not there. We're working on it. But the first time we, when we launched our Business Freedom Elevator, we hit publish on the sales page like one minute before we sent out the email. The second time uh, we launched our Business Freedom Elevator, we... Um, got everything set up the night before. Hopefully next time we do it, we have everything set up two weeks beforehand. And that's how we keep just improving our timeline. But it's not really easy. So for you, I would just suggest try and have your deliverables for big events ready a week beforehand. That would be ideal and you would be doing a better job than I've done in the past. So for example, your sales page needs to be set up a week before you actually launch your offer. Now a sales page... Um, it could be that you're looking at all kinds of coaches and uh, product-based businesses, whatever you do, and you're like, oh my God, they have these really fancy sales pages with all types of buttons and a crazy good layout and professional videos and all of that. That is not what I'm asking you to do for your first launch, right? I'm asking you to just make sure that people see something that makes them want to buy it and that they can check out. That's the only thing your sales page needs to do. So in my opinion, for example, this would mean that, for example, you've set up a Shopify. By the way, I have an affiliate link for Shopify um, and a link that you can actually uh, get a free trial through. It's fastforwardsamy.com forward slash Shopify. 
I'll link it in the article, the recap article. Um, and it also means that if you end up buying Shopify through my affiliate link, I might get a commission, okay? But I only recommend things I use myself. So let's say you are selling something through Shopify, which I like using. It might be that I use something else in the, in the future, but I like using Shopify because it's really easy and low barrier to set up. You just need a photo of your product, a description of your product, and the ability for people to check out. So it could be that your product page, in this case, is just your deliverable. So you need to decide for yourself, what is the deadline of my deliverable, your sales page, in this case, the product um, page, um, so that I can launch my offer. So for example, the sales page is one deliverable you need, decide on a deadline for it, and also put that in like your launch calendar. Your content plan, like how are you gonna promote your um, your offer that you're launching? So deciding when you're gonna be doing what is your plan. It's not the same as the deliverable of your actual content. So for example, for me and my team, this would mean I make a content plan and I'm like, then and then and then we're sending out emails and I will be like, that email needs to be written like that, that email needs to be written like that. But then someone else will have the deliverable of all of the visuals for the launch. But as I'm saying that, I know that this is not necessary for you for your first launch. I just want to point out that those deliverables are not the same as actually doing the work. And that is where most people get stuck when they want to launch something is that they're so focused on the mountain of work that they can't see the steps. So I hope you're following along and that you'll uh, look at the article, the recap of this episode too, because this is really golden advice. I wish someone would have given me a year ago. Um, By the way, this is episode 84. So go to fastforwardamy.com forward slash 84 if you want to read all of the steps, right? So The deliverables you need could be your sales page with your product. It could be your content plan, and then it could be the content itself, which would mean the copy and the visuals. There's a ton of things. You might think of other things that you need. Maybe this is even too complicated and your deliverable could just be that there is a link that works where people can book an appointment with you. That might be the only thing you need. So your deliverable could be that that page works and people can register for an appointment with you and they will get an email to confirm it. Maybe you only have one deliverable. But you definitely also want to look at which content you need in order to hype up your launch. And that content plan and the content itself, um, well, it wouldn't be the first time where I have, uh, like when I'm launching, I still tend to make content in the moment itself. But there's also key content that's prepped beforehand. So like our emails are prepped beforehand. And then maybe in the moment itself, I'd be like, oh, I want to make another reel about the content of the course or something. But for you, if you're looking at your content plan, I would look at, uh, especially as you're launching something decently, we look at at least having three core uh, pieces of content that you send out through your email list, like you announce what you have to offer and focus on the benefits and the transformation of your offer. Then you really want to look at the features of your offer, where you really look at like, how does this work? What will people be getting out of it? Uh, Which way, like, can they use it? Or I don't know, Uh, like it's a video module, there's a PDF, but don't lead with that because that's not the exciting stuff people want to know, right? People buy because of emotional reasons. And then last but not least, you also want to include some social proof in your launch and include some content about what other people thought of working with you in the past or buying this product if it's like a product that has been used, for example. Um, 
I'm afraid I'm making this more complicated than it needs to be, but what I want to say is, um, for example, if I launch a webinar uh, and I just taught my team this because I used to be the person writing the emails and now I taught my team like, hey, when we're creating a content plan for something low-key, so that might be a flash sale or a webinar, there's three pieces of content you need. Announcing it, then focusing on the how of what we're doing, uh, but also adding in some tips about that content because we want to lead with value first. And then last but not least, we want to create like a story or a mindset tip about why it's so important and then talking about the social proof. So that has become my go-to framework so that my team can actually create copy when I'm like, hey, I want some tips about online business and I want my mindset story about that. You can find that in that episode and then they can create the emails for that launch and then from those emails we can create instagram posts and from those instagram posts we can create story posts and that's then we have nine pieces of content to already promote our launch right now that might seem overwhelming but i'm sure that it is less overwhelming than you just launching something i mean like oops it launched and now i'm never talking about it again so You're here to launch successfully, so I'm not going to lie. They're going to have to put in some work. So make sure that you have at least, um, well, you want to at least highlight your offer eight to ten times. That's called the highlight effect, so that we don't fall into the trap of the spotlight effect. The spotlight effect is where you are really aware of what you're doing and you know how it all works, but that doesn't mean that your clients know it, right? So the spotlight effect means that other people need to hear or see something eight to ten times before they actually realize what's going on, which is why I think this three by three strategy of just a few pieces of content works well, because in total, we made nine pieces of content from three pieces of content from one launch. So that works really well. Um, Obviously, there's a lot more you can do, but I'm guessing this is already more than you were planning on doing. So if we recap this, we looked at, you want to know what you're selling, when you're selling it, you want to identify your milestones, and then you want to identify the deadlines for your deliverables, like your product page, like your content plan, like the visuals for your content, really like logical stuff like that, so that you can batch those things. When you have the deadlines for those deliverables, you can actually go and like map it out in your calendar when you're doing what or asking help and outsourcing some of these tasks, right? Now, this is like chronologically what you should be doing, but I also have a few tips of things you really want to remember as you are launching and I want to go into those. There are five tips, Um, but before I do that, I just want to reiterate what I said at the beginning. It's that we're almost closing the doors for our online business boss uh, sale. So that means if you are interested in creating your first online product, in turning your offline business into online, in getting started online and making money with like a masterclass or whatever, definitely go and check out our online business boss course. I created it last year. I really wish someone had told me all the things I talk about in that course a couple of years ago because it would have saved me so much time in creating my own successful online business. So if you're interested, just go ahead and go to fastforwardamy.com forward slash online business boss and do not miss out. The course is available both in English as well as in Dutch. So go there, uh, go and check it out. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see all of the online money-making activities you're gonna get after uh, following that course. Okay, so we had we looked at the chronological steps we want to go through so that we have a little bit of a plan and then we want to get to work. And as you're getting to work to create all of those deliverables, I want you to pay attention to five things, okay? So the first one is you actually want to hype it up. When you are launching something in that content plan, you need to make sure that you're actually 
hyping it up to people that something is coming up. So I could have launched my podcast and be like, boop, here's a podcast. Hey, this is a really quick interruption with a surprise for you. I promise you're gonna love this. I was just in a conversation, actually a power hour, with a client in my mastermind and we were going through her strategy of how to scale her six-figure business to seven figures this year. And I asked her what she wanted and she said, yeah, I want a million, but I also want more time with my kids. I want to stop working evenings and I want to have more energy for what I love doing. And I said, okay, no problem. Let's list out all of your targets. We did exactly that. And then we got to work on the key elements she needs in order to grow her six figure business to a seven figure business this year. And I applied my million methods. Now we worked on this for a little bit over an hour. And at the end I was like, well, this was really valuable. Why don't I put this into a training to share with my audience? And as you are here on a podcast, I want to offer this to you for free. Now know that working with me costs 10k for a day. The fact that I'm offering this to you for free is quite a glitch and I am going to delete this after a while. So if you want my million method training, there is only one way you can access it. It's by going to my Instagram, fastforwardamy, and DMing me the word method. If you do that, I'm going to send you my quick 24 minute training where I map out exactly how you can grow your online business from six to seven figures this year. So go to my Instagram, fast forward, Amy, DM me the word method, and I'm going to send you the link to this really, really exclusive video training. Okay. Bye. But not a lot of people would have cared. Instead, I was like counting down the days. 14 days to go until we release the podcast. Hey, 13 days to go. Here's a snippet of the first episode. 12 days to go. Which would you rather see? This cover or that cover? Uh, 11 days to go. This is going to be the jingle. Oh my God, can't wait. Like really counting now, really hyping it up um, is really important because otherwise people don't even have a clue that it's going to be coming up and then you launch and no one will take action. Okay. And if you can add some reasons for people to take fast action, like a bonus when they take action within the first 24 hours or a reason for them to buy as one of the first 10 people, stuff like that can really help. Um, the second tip I want to give you is that you want to be super transparent about what you are offering because as I've been giving a lot of launching tips and been talking a lot about like hype up your launch, a lot of people have been like, hey, something exciting is coming up, but I hate to break it to you and this is going to sound super rude, but no one cares about the fact that you have super, something exciting coming up, right? They care about themselves. So you need, you need to talk about what it is that's going to be coming up. Otherwise, no one is going to care. So be transparent about what it is that you're going to be offering. You could even be transparent about the price so that people have the time to actually rationalize themselves into the sale instead of just not caring about what's coming up. Okay, so be transparent. What is it that you're going to be offering? Who is it for? What is going to be the price? There's a time and a place to include these things or not, but I do recommend being more transparent. Um, and what can really help is making sure that you actually have the decisions beforehand. For example, let's say you're launching a masterclass. You might be thinking, hey, I'm just gonna launch this masterclass, but I don't have the outline for my masterclass yet. That is gonna translate into you being super vague during your launch or during your hyping up phase because you don't really know what people are gonna get out of it. By making sure you have the outline of your masterclass, it's gonna make it far easier to kind of like 
get people excited about buying it once it releases online, right? So that's the whole be transparent principle. Uh, it really helped me last year in our Business Freedom Elevator launch. We really talked openly about the price. We were afraid we were gonna scare people off, but then we thought, well, if we launch and, and then all of a sudden they get shocked at the price, well, that's not gonna be convenient. So we might as well just tell them so that they can prepare for it and like get their funds in order so that they can um, enter because we launched our pre-order at 2000, 2000 euros. So um, obviously when people don't know that and they're thinking it's gonna be a hundred euro course, they might be really disappointed. So it helps to really be transparent about what it is they're gonna be getting and which opportunities will pass for them or will pass along for them. I'm really tired, so I'm recording this episode, <laughs> but it's uh, it's not easy, I'm gonna be honest, but this is a great example of just, you know, showing up, which is also a tip. Um, actually, my third tip was gonna be follow the timeline, and it means that no matter what, just go through the motions. It could be that you were planning on sending out these amazing emails, but you didn't have the time to to create a really epic layout, then still just send out an email. Maybe you wanted to host a webinar with great slides and you end up with no slides. Trust me, I've been there, but the trick is in following the timeline. Once you have your decisions like set up, make sure you just go through with them. It's never gonna be perfect. You're always gonna be working iteratively, but make sure you follow the timeline and then your launch is always gonna be better than if you would have just have not done certain things, right? So I'm currently not launching like anything sitting here, but at least I showed up to my podcast recordings, which would have been better than not showing up because I would have created more work later on or a gap in our podcast schedule. And we don't want that. So the same goes for your launch, follow the timeline and focus on your 80-20 there. You know, it's far more important than sh that you show up than that you show up perfectly. And then um, I actually have two more tips. The fourth tip is that you always wanna be leading with value. So if you do your launch correctly, you are always you're also giving a lot of tips to people. So you're not just being like, hey, pushy, pushy, buy my offer, buy my offer, but you're also just giving them advice. It's like the example I just gave you. I don't have to just launch a webinar by being like, hey, go and register. But if I'm launching a webinar about money mindsets, I could lead with already giving some money mindset tips and be like, hey, do you wanna want more of these tips? then go and register. That's not to say that there is never a time or place to just be like, hey, this is the call to action, go and register. But giving people advice will increase your authority so that they will believe that it's worth it for them to actually register for more from you, even when it's free. Because don't get me wrong, even when it's free, you gotta launch your stuff, right? Um, so that was lead with value, make sure you always give heaps of value. That is always the case. And then last but not least, simplify. Um, when you're a launch plan or when your podcast episode <laughs> starts uh, looking too complicated, that's probably not a good sign. And it's probably the case that you can actually simplify. So have a look at your plan when it feels too overwhelming and look at what can I cut out and what is actually gonna move the needle. That's what my students and I do all of the time. We look at plans and then we go and look at how can we make this simpler? How can we make this easy? It could be that you are too tired to create Instagram stories and subtitle them. Then you can just make the stories, package them as one video and post them on your feed. Your ideal image could be that you have professional videos made and all of that but you might not have the budget or time for that right now and it might be that you're like hey I could easily talk about this launch every day in my stories and carve out some time for it okay then do that and then don't subtitle it and then just 
put all of the videos on your feed. It could work, okay? It's still better than nothing and you just simplified your flow, okay? So we had um, not in the correct order <laughs> a few tips that I wanted to give you about launching. It was all about hyping it up. It was about being transparent. We talked about following the timeline. Actually, I did this in order. We talked about always leading with value and then last but not least, simplify when you feel overwhelmed. Just look at what it is that you can make more simple so that you can achieve more than if you wouldn't have done it. Um, and that is actually also a really great way to conclude this episode because done is always better than perfect. It is far better to launch something right now and to launch it again in a few months than to just keep postponing until it's a few months from now where you will still have to learn all of the lessons you could have learned when you launched right now. The best time to plant a tree was five years ago or like 20 years ago. The second best time is still today. And the same goes for you, your projects and your launches. So yeah, you can learn more from doing it perfectly imperfect now than from postponing perfection because perfection doesn't even exist. If you want to learn more about launching, I created a launch list with 10 tips and like checklist type of things that you need and it's called my launch list and you can go and grab it through fastforwardamy.com forward slash launch list. I definitely recommend you go and grab it because it's a really great way to check off if you're actually launching and thinking of everything like counting down, hyping it up, being transparent, all of that stuff is in that launch list. So you can grab it through the description of this episode and as always you can find everything we just talked about in the recap of this episode on the website as well. Uh, and this was episode 84, so you know where to find it on the website. It's fastforwardamy.com forward slash 84. Okay, if you're super hyped up about launching and you're like, yeah, Amy, I'm gonna go and make money online. Uh, don't forget that you actually also have to have something to sell and that my online business, board, business boss course can help you with that. Uh, I included the link in the description too. Just go to fastforwardamy.com forward slash online business boss and uh, go and grab our final discount. Okay. Good luck. And I hope to see you next week, Tuesday for another episode of the Fast Forward Amy show. Mm -hmm.